It's your friendly neighborhood Brian here with another Meanwhile at Manage Comics interruption. This week is the second part of our two-part Issue Zero of Data Bros. Now, Data Bros is a new podcast all about the comics industry from a more technical perspective, featuring conversations about technology, running a modern comic shop, and all the challenges that go along with that. We hope you enjoy this episode, and we will be back to our regularly scheduled Meanwhiles next week. But in the meantime, and in between times, enjoy this show. And if you like this, check out the show description below, which will have more information of how you can subscribe to Data Bros. Data Bros. Data Bros. Data Bros. Data Bros. Data Bros. Yeah, Data Bros. Coming to you from top secret field offices worldwide, brave men and women fight a battle for truth, justice, and good clean data. These agents of change make up the Bureau of Records, Objects, and Standards. They are the Data Bros. Hey everyone, it is Brian from the future once again, and I am here to introduce episode zero, part two, the sausaging revisited. So this is the second half of our two-part first episode, which is actually a number zero issue because comics. And this uh, features myself, Django Boren, and Jeff Figley, and we are going to pick up where we left off. When last we spoke to you, I had said, should you start a comic store? Uh, step one, don't. And now the tantalizing conclusion to what I actually meant and some extra stuff, including talk about off-panel uh, Katie Pride and um, Heidi McDonald. And now the exciting conclusion to episode zero. Um, but yeah, someday I will write that handbook. The the new comics store get started. Yeah. Where you go. Handbook. A dummy's guide to comic books. <laughs> yeah. We'll running a, so you want to run a comic shop. <laughs> Chapter one. Don't. Yeah. 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 Have you That's thought about just say, running away instead? I don't know. I don't remember, know. It's a blast. Remember that time earlier this year when I was going to open a comic shop, Django, and we laughed and oh, laughed. God. And I tried to gently talk you out of it so hard. And then kept on saying, you should do it. You should do it. <laughs> well, that was is just there... so we could get like a competitive advantage. So what is the right <laughs> ecosystem for someone to open a comic shop? Like, so if, if people are, you know, because I hear that often, like I'm thinking about opening a comic shop, people are like, don't. Uh, like, but they exist. There has to be an ecosystem where that is like a no-brainer good idea. What are those? What are those factors that you need? So here's my thinking: If you want to open a comic shop and it's like your dying passion, is this is the thing you've wanted to do your entire life? I would say don't open a comic shop. Instead, I would go and find a graybeard who owns a co comic shop that you like, mm -hmm. that you like the staff of, 
and buy that shop because there is a massive changing of the guard happening right now. Like I'm 50 in 10 years. If I owned a comic shop, I would not want to own that comic shop anymore. And there's a lot of 60, 70 year old dudes who are handing off their stores to 30 year olds. When a 30 year old gets a comic store, what's the very first thing they look at? They look at the tech stack. Why are there no systems in this, in this place? Why are we doing everything out of a binder? So take that diamond in the rough that's in a good location that has an established clientele because the hardest thing about opening a new store is getting that clientele and the thing about comics is they're wave upon wave upon wave that never ends every week another wave of product (laughs) comes crashing in and you have to get that product back out right so opening a store not a great idea buying a store genius idea go do that Mm. I mean, that's kind of what happened with us, right, Jeff? Like yeah, we, it is. No, we we're... sort of stumbled into this thing that was 35 years old at the time. And, you know, we, we had a really good base and we were able to kind of go after some super low hanging fruit. Like we were we were losing $2,000 a month when when we started working, like being the yeah. people that ran the shop. And yeah. uh, are we allowed to talk about how that was happening or do we have to keep that under wraps? I don't think we have to keep it under wraps. Oh, it was awesome. The previous owner also owned a retirement home. Oh, that part. <laughs> and and he was just illegally funneling money from that into a very failing comic shop. Uh, <laughs> and no one knew, really. It's Well, <laughs> yeah. So to be fair, it's hard to say because he died and left a bunch of uh, bookkeeping that had to be done. And he just wasn't good at separating his finances. So right. he had this uh, this old folks home that um, was mixed with the comic store. And it took us, gosh, it, it took. I'll tell you what, we were the, the lucky side like, of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, do you guys like six months to figure out what was going on? I was yeah. going to say, do you guys also own an old folks home? <laughs> gosh, if we and do. How, and that's how you get your collections. You just do like, those. You're going into the home? Give me all your comics. Gaming <laughs> crew in there now. <laughs> yes, um, you know yeah. what? So, so my wife's <clears throat> sister is a, um, she's a home organizer. But one of the things she does for a lot of people is like downsize for retired people that are going into retirement or assisted living or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just suddenly realized like, I need to tell her to be on the lookout for collectibles yeah and like start letting me know because i'll yeah. just start buying it all up so like it's like you know if you if you knew that you had an immediate clientele base if you were a known figure i don't know yeah i don't know is there is there a situ- you know like a, there has to not be a comic store close it has to be a populated area I think you need to have pretty like to start from scratch. I think you need to have pretty deep pockets and the ability to weather probably longer than a normal store or restaurant needs to weather before you can turn a profit. Okay. Um, and I think you would need a, a fabulous partner to start one from scratch. Like sure. you and I are super lucky that we, yeah, we are. are in this together and get along and kind of fill in gaps. But like either of us trying to do this on our own would oh, yeah. have some real bad blind spots. And that yeah. that's a good point. So when I owned the shop with uh, Pete, my old partner, we had very different philosophies. Like um, 
he liked comics and I liked money. Mm. And, I, and but, like, I don't mean that in a, in a reductory way. What I mean is I wanted to transform comics into money because Diamond sold us comics, but they didn't give us money. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to constantly just be funneling the product we were getting in back out into stuff, but he saw investment opportunity. So he would say like, Oh, death of Captain America. I'm going to buy a hundred copies. And I'd be like, dude, we have never sold more than 10 copies of Captain America. Mm -hmm. We like a crazy solution would be 20. And then he would just override me and go, well, we're getting a hundred. Oh crap. But over time we would sell those. Now right. to me, it just didn't make as much sense as turning over 20 things six times instead of turning over 100 things once, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we, we had like philosophical differences that we learned over time that I really wish we could have gone into knowing like, I like money, you like stuff. Um, our warehouse was just overfilling with things that I never wanted to own half of, but it, <laughs> At Stop one point, I like that, Jeff. I, went, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, well, wait, wait. It was a weirder alignment in Django and I. <laughs> we, we got a really, really good deal on uh, on statues. And we had 10 Aquaman statues and, of course, 10 Mira statues. And I was like, Pete, I've never wanted to own five Mira statues. Why do I own five Mira statues? He's like, no, no, we got a really good deal on 10. Yeah, but you understand that five of those are mine, right? I don't want five mirror statues. <laughs> so yeah, that that's yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I think what what you were talking about with the advertising and comic stores having the ability to do um, advertising is an interesting side of what's going on with the industry because I think comic stores in general are pretty good at doing in house marketing. Um, I agree. And the, the blind spot, and, you know, Katie touched on this too, was that, that we don't have the ability to do huge outside marketing yeah. and the publishers do have that reach and aren't leveraging it a ton. And, you know, I can think of a million reasons that that might be, including the fact that, you know, those bigger publishers who have the money to do big ads also churn out 40 titles a week. And that's a hard thing to advertise effectively. Like I, I can't even imagine how they would promote every title that they're putting out. Even the numbers ones would be a hard thing to decide which channels to market, which title, but just using these big companies reach to get new people into stores and then letting the stores convert those people, I think would be a, a winning proposition. And I wish that that was the case because we can sell comics. We just need people. And that so that's an interesting thing when people say that because DC has done a really, really good job with that. Um, every single movie they've done for the last 18 months at least has had a thing at the end with a bunch of the comics that this story is based off of and said, go to your stores. I mean, James Gunn did an amazing job getting people into stores for Supergirl, um, mm -hmm. Woman of Tomorrow and that stuff, right? But 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 then it was out of print. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we we sold but, out of it in a week and couldn't get it back in until yeah. 
everybody had forgotten that it's the best comic that Tom King has done. Like, yeah, there's there's more than one side of that. You can't you can't market a trade paperback on its scarcity. That's insane. That's true. And I don't know how you solve that because Marvel is only gone... they knew a movie was coming out. <laughs> well, Marvel's <laughs> gone through the same thing, right? With um with <clears throat> Moon Knight and everything. And even though they overprinted Moon Knight, they didn't overprint it nearly enough. And yet those <laughs> those trades were impossible to get, especially the Lemire one was impossible yeah. to get anywhere when, yeah. uh, when it came out. So yeah, I there's that that's almost like a logistic challenge but then there's the whole like when moon knight comes out as a tv series there should probably be a moon knight comic on the stands and i think they're getting better at that but it's still they are much better at that um i don't i don't know that the relationship is super strong or i guess we can only speak to our own comic shop but like you know, now there'll be a new Ms. Marvel book on the week that like Ms. Marvel won. And and actually that book we sold out of because I think that the the attraction of the actress being the writer had piqued enough interest. But like, you know, like a Captain Marvel number one came out two or three or four weeks ago when that movie came out. And, you know, we didn't sell much of that at all. Same for like Blue Beetle. Right. Uh, yeah. Same for... I mean, just like the last, and again, that's actually probably also a byproduct of the fact that people are pretty burnt out on superhero movies right now. So the drive to go do it. So I do think on the one hand, it is admirable. They have done that. There has been some huge like shortcomings with how they've done that. Um, But the fact that they're making any steps at all, I'll always give people props for that. But yeah, it seems to be like, uh, you know, the, I don't, I don't know that like the movie releases, spiking yeah comics they don't, they don't have the same impact as they did for a little while there yeah but that said <laughs> like the marvel shows did when they started yeah. mm-hmm. i want to give a quick shout out to aman Vellani, who is a regular wednesday warrior at uh heroes world in markham and heroes world if you're listening to this i've been into your store several times we've talked and yet you're still not using managed comics and we're going to change that soon so oh, it's that kind of podcast yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, do they use Shopify? There is literally no reason for. Oh them yeah, they should using be using you. and they use yeah. the Shopify POS. It's like, dude, come on. Oh yeah, dude. yeah. You're, you're I, literally I, built for them. I need to. I need to be a little, you know, more forthright and outgoing with them. But this is a this is a shot of call to action right there. there. There you go. Wow. Um, speaking of calls to action, uh, <clears throat> we have a our first uh, sponsor. Uh, segment so uh, nice if you guys just hang on for a second are I'm you gonna boot to... us out of the room again no no you, you'll <laughs> come back you'll come back here we go okay put it in your mouth and you drink it drop a nice cube in there and flick it it's murphy murphy murphy's murphy's apple juice and you want some juice and you want it in your mouth to get an apple and suck that juice right out or go Murphy's apple juice. It's the shape 
Not the taste, but it's also the taste, which is pretty dang good. Um, we should we should probably um, maybe have a section in here where we're talking about what we want to, what like how we want to structure the podcast, right? If we're making that's sausage, a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think you and I have talked about like different segments. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's get let's get Jeff in here and and come up with some brainstorm well, some segments. We we would, but he's still getting back to his desk, so I can't just. You if, can't I, if I were to pull his pajama right now, pants, yeah, you'd see. Actually, he's not even wearing pants. Uh, uh, By the yeah. way, I didn't know it was a sit down podcast. podcast so every week, buddy. I didn't know it was a sit down podcast, so I'm standing like a. Like, oh, are you? I'll stand. Like I'm not afraid. No, no, it's okay. I'm not scared okay. to stand. Listen, no, Brian, I've I've been dude, sitting the last, last all time day you, long. Last time you messed with your your microphone, you almost died. That's true. Uh, um. It, okay. Wait. So is this video somehow being turned into a managed comic promotional video? No, just that when one. you showed the just flyer, that, just that one segment. Oh, no, I was <laughs> oh, just come on. I, I was just I showed it. I showed it. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the video nature of this. Is this is. is this video going to be is this going to be this? Are we are we at, we saving this for some? Oh, yeah, you are like, like that logo. OK, like I'm just like this. There's a lot of uh, energy going into how this looks for a thing you're saying isn't going to be video. Well, well it, it might, it might video. be video. It might okay, be. OK, well, that's what I was have. Django, have we talked to him about the comics experience? No. Um, Jeff, <laughs> you, yeah, Kyle Northrup and Jen King. Mm -hmm. uh, Kyle did the sound at Comics Pro last year. Mm -hmm. um, they run a thing called the Comics Experience, which they described as like trying to give the experience of going to a comic store without having to be in a comic store. So they've got live sales and chats and hangouts and podcasts and stuff. Is that what got there. you kind of excited about trying to virtually hand sell things during the pandemic? Uh, that was part of it. Yeah, that, that, there, there's so many platforms for doing okay. that. But yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. Um, and they asked if we would be part of the comics experience. So, Oh, wow. Um, that would probably be like a video version of this podcast that goes up That's periodically. Cool. Yeah. Jen's yeah. cool. Uh, anything for Jen. Yeah, so, for sure. So getting to the sausage. And we can't uh, wait to load you into a comic shop assistant, Jen. Oh, We're no. talking about Jen King or Jen <laughs> Haynes? Jen King. Jen, King. <laughs> Jen Haynes, we should talk about managed comics. <laughs> just I just want to talk to you about the medicinal you. purposes of magic mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to divvy up 2,500 scores. Okay. Uh, Mason Dixon line, uh, you go, Django. I've, I've... <laughs> that was my favorite body language I've ever seen on Jeff. What did a I little do? Bit, you, you looked a little bit sneaky and a little bit short for some reason when you were trying to pitch magic mushrooms to us. Oh, oh <laughs> It was uh, really good. I was touching my metal tortoise. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about... Um, segments and stuff and and kind of structure How yeah since this is the the sausage episode yeah yeah inaugural episode so bits segments portions i really like um the idea of having a pretty short podcast yeah so do i this is already probably 20 minutes longer than what i'd like yeah. i think 30 minutes would be perfect that is exactly what i was thinking but was going to be okay with anything um, but I think it would be fun to record these all in one sitting when we can. 
do sure. yeah four for four sure. in a four in a sitting that'd be great, i do yeah. yeah i mean i i am am always interested in talking about the comings and goings of the industry mm -hmm. um yep. you know and i do think there's been some interesting talk within the last several weeks i'm glad we touched on the off panel one it's also just like really weirdly interesting to talk I i'm sure it's probably a a, a hot button thing to mention mark miller's name but his his online presence for the last like week or two has like been this very weird like trying to save the comic industry and like having these q a's with retailers and it's it's weird it's like he's excited about the notion of putting the comics industry on his back and being responsible for saving it or something have you guys yeah. kept up with any of that just yeah. that just that he moved I, oh I, tr well, I try to stay away from his uh his personal opinions because I like his comics so much and I have a feeling I wouldn't if I paid too close attention to him. Yeah, I I follow him on Twitter as a, a lot of other comic creators um, just to keep an eye on it. I don't talk on Twitter. I'm just a news gatherer. Um, but yeah, he, he's a he's a he's you know, and it's obviously been the fallout of that. The Glenn stuff as well. But like, yeah, it's, it's very interesting what different retailers are doing to sort of talk about this hard period right now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think we could talk forever about that, but we're not going to right now. I mean, it's everything. It's, it's everything. not just comics. Everything is is slipping and, and getting depressed. And yeah, look at yeah. movies. Like, yeah, the last three movies I've been to have had a half full theater on opening night. And I can't yeah. remember a time in my life, even during the pandemic, when that would happen. Yeah, yeah I think like, it's a little misleading to try and shine a light just on the comics industry about it. Because, yeah, I think it is Absolutely. So, yeah. like comics that are $8.99. Yeah. And yet, you know, an $8.99 comic is a bit of an illusion, right? Because you guys get half of that, which mm -hmm. I... At best. Yeah, at, at best. Mm -hmm. But I yeah. would dare to say that if you were getting half of a $2 comic, you'd be in a much bigger problem right now yeah it depends on how well you can sell like how many eight dollar comics you can sell versus two dollar comics true yeah right so yeah um, um yeah. well okay so segments interesting mm -hmm. segments yeah i think some, something 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 Schools. some moment checking in Schools. on the you know what's you know what's happened industry-wide news-wise yep yep and I, I think uh, like a real data data nerd deep thing. Um, the where data data nerd of the week, da data detail of the week, data dump, dump. the data dump of the week. <laughs> yeah, uh, the data. I'm, dump I'm interested. Of the week. To... <laughs> whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> The I'm interested to see how many episodes we can go without breaking down the structure of a barcode for people. Oh, oh you're going to say it soon. Next, next episode. Let's see. Yeah, you love yeah. it. <laughs> uh, Katie Pride just messaged me and says, hi, Jeff. Hi, Brian. Hi, Katie. <laughs> is Katie watching this? Did, no, did I just sent her a oh. screenshot of us because I, I was going to say, is this this is going live right now? <laughs> you son of a... It's, it's just I'm fine with that. Just tell me. <laughs> It's so okay, so like like an industry section. Oh yeah, tell her true. tell her it's a sausage, sausage. inning. I mean, so, like, yeah, data focus, industry focus. Uh, what else? What else we got? What else we got? I mean, you know, I, I'm also it always it always comes out in the wash. Yeah, what but, uh, all of the segments and bits, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It, but, uh, the path builds itself. That said, nothing wrong with planning. 
Well, we we certainly can't have uh, bumpers if we don't know what the bits are. Mm, that's whoa, whoa, true. Whoa, 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 whoa. Data yeah. dump of the week. 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 <laughs> I th- I think this week's recorded. data dude <laughs> shout outs to oh, carl in san francisco he's a data dude of the week he printed his own barcodes <laughs> i like it data dude of the week write that down Chang- oh yeah yeah okay, yeah we yeah, don't yeah. want the gold to, we don't want to forget <laughs> the gold this week's data dude uh i i really like the idea of kind of an evergreen segment uh of comic book shop talk so not something that we're dealing with day to day in the comic store but like hey here's F-O-C. here's an idea that we- what is that about yeah yeah or yeah. uh you know like like we're working on um rearranging our new comic book wall and yeah. we're working on coming up with a, a an old comic book day thing where we have comics from 30 years ago featured and put out on uh on thursdays instead of wednesdays which when you Uh, showed me that in that shop that you saw in in texas i was like that is the greatest idea i've ever seen yeah i like i can't believe that we haven't seen that in all of the other shops we've been to like that blew my mind you know what okay so so another thing we should talk about is having store owners on this yeah, to talk about their individual challenges. Industry um, insight. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Industry insights. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go find the whoa, whoa, whoa sound, sound right after. <laughs> I can make one for you. Uh, so, so, yeah. Dingo. So, like before you guys started doing the magical comic shop assistant tour, I was doing um, the managed comics assistant tour. Oh, uh, in in. Detroit and uh, kind of the London area and stuff kind of at the end of the pandemic, just because I wanted to get out of my house. Mm. Um, And to me, it was inspiring to see like what other stores do. And Mm -hmm. I think you guys have, have had the same experience where it's like, Oh my God, I, I'd never even thought of using, um, you know, file cabinets for our back issue storage and, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I think having some retailers on here and maybe even just talking about the stores, because when we go to Pittsburgh, we're going to probably hit, you know, half a oh, dozen stores easily. We are. Yeah, gonna, we are going to party, you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. These okay. three hounds okay, in listen, Pittsburgh listen, again. We, we, we can't. What happens in Pittsburgh stays in Pittsburgh. I think that's their saying. Listen, whichever one of you is getting text notifications through your that's, recording that's app. Oh my god, you guys can hear that? I thought it was coming Absolute through my headphones. It's eleven mood. it's eleven sixteen PM in the Eastern Standard Time here, and we don't text after ten. That's yeah, responsible. It's, it's Facebook messages. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, I think I think they're gone. That's oh. okay. That's okay. That's um, thanks, Jeff. I thought, I mean, like it's never happened with you before in like years of podcast recording. So I thought it was Brian. No, we don't use StreamYard. Or else I would have brought it up an hour ago. Um, (laughs) Oh, uh, you can bring embarrassing things up to me. It's okay. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, But no, Django, I really, I really like that. I mean, yeah, like I think an industry insight and a data dude, but yeah, also some, some like, you know, I was basically even kind of 
broaching that subject of rearranging how issues come up earlier. And, and like, I think a type of, yeah, tackling just like, what is a thing that a comic shop thinks about right mm -hmm. now? Bam. Here's, here's some talking about that. Comic um, shop thoughts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like, bloop, bloop, do bloop, you bloop. have a spot for your new week's books or you, you combine them all alphabetically and then highlight them or separate them by publisher? Let's talk about that. I, I mean, one that of that voice, but that's actually the conversation I would want to have. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that has surprised Jeff and I a lot when we're doing uh, comic shop assistant demos is the different ways that people do their polls every week like some right. people do it yeah. by customer and get a list of customer and their items and some people yeah. get items and its customers and yeah that and some, and some people baffles do a me. combination of the two and, mm -hmm. like, and some people know all of their customers by a number and don't yeah. want to know the name they you're 1264 and you'll forever mm -hmm. be 1264 and if yeah. none of the things that we just said to you make any sense at all continue listening because those are the kind of things that you will sure. learn about uh that involve our thinking all the time uh, as people who run comic shops and if you dear listener have a suggestion for how we could make this podcast better email it to databros at databrosinc.com and we will have an email. <laughs> I was like, oh, dang, I, I don't we have do, another email I can we get. Do have, we do have the domain. So we have, we have, um, so we'll call it, let's, let's go with podcast at databrosinc.com. Send an email and we will take your, your comments. And that's Inc. I-N-C. I-N-C. Databrosinc.com. Um, it. I well, I'm looking forward to each of these small conversations we'll be having as we have them. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to getting to have some other retailers in here. Um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm happy to get to talk comics with two people I like very very much. Yeah, and next time we do this, we're going to keep it to a tight thirty, and I'm going to have a, a an ending uh, sting because I don't have one of those this week. I just realized. Oh, we'll check this out. No, and, and I, Jeff's going to yeah. work on a, a actual theme. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. I did realize after offering that that my I do have a bunch of tracks that I could offer for it, but my sound library, my computer, we're, Django knows all about. We're in a, oh, yeah, we're in a dire computer warped. state. I actually haven't been able to create music for a couple of months, but um, that's not like a month and a half. That's not. But good. I have a bunch that I could send you either way. Um, I'm I'm excited because my sign off. I don't know if you guys have thought about your sign off, beep, beep, beep. Uh, but. I don't think it'll always be as verbose as this, but I like getting to talk about comics and I like, uh, I'm looking forward to the retailers and sharing the opinions and learning and how to make our sort. I'm Jeff. I'm just happy to be here. Thanks, oh. Jeff. We're going to say goodbye to you. Oh, what? You have that power. Django. <laughs> um, what do you, you stay a quick little while? Uh, I'm Django and I hope that you just keep dadding that data, bro. There you go. All right. Well, that's enough of them. All right. It's just me now. So all I'm going to do is talk about managed. No, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you soon, probably as soon as next week, with an actual 30-minute episode instead of this hour-long whatever this was. Thanks so much for joining us. Mm -hmm.